0: Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by TechSystems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to TechSystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Welcome to a special episode of the show brought to you by Attribution, an advanced multi-touch attribution company that empowers every marketer with the data to convert more buyers and maximize ROI. You can learn more about attribution at www.attributionapp.com. Today we're going to talk about the coming data privacy changes that will affect marketers, such as third-party cookie and mobile device ID changes. These important methods of tracking and understanding users and their behavior are being modified, which is going to affect your marketing, advertising, and your attribution. We're going to discuss what marketers can do to stay ahead of this. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Cameron Horton, Senior Product Manager at Attribution. Uh, Cameron, welcome back to the show. And why don't you start by uh, giving a little background on, on your role at Attribution.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Uh, so here at Attribution, um, I'm the Senior Product Manager. So I help uh, decide on new enhancements and new improvements for the product. And just making sure that we stay you know, ahead of these kind of trends so that we can keep helping our customers understand their marketing mixes and optimize their ad budgets the best that they can
0: wonderful well yeah let's let's dive in here so as i mentioned at the top of the show there there's a lot of changes related to data privacy that are either already in place or in the works whether that's things like gdpr in europe ccpa in california or others throughout the world we're going to talk more specifically about both third-party cookies and web browsers as well as mobile device tracking in a minute but at a high level Can you describe what is happening as a global trend in regards to data collection and the challenges this presents to advertisers?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think this is a great place to start because I think most of us in the industry or if you're working in this kind of MarTech situation is we're seeing more and more restrictions and I guess protection of customer data in the marketplace. So as you mentioned earlier with the GDPR, that's kind of the first step where You know these different industries, different governments, starting to take a look and saying, "Okay, we want to start protecting uh, people's data and their privacy more." So we're really starting to see that kind of crackdown of collecting that data, but also the third-party cookies that you mentioned. So these are the third-party cookies that are, um, you know, really looking at user behavior and how you're interacting between different sites. So really, what we're seeing now as a whole in the industry is that. These organizations are getting more and more compliant, more privacy rules, and really trying to protect the user more. Mm -hmm. And uh, the challenge that this is presenting to advertisers is, you know, we're starting to see less and less access to this data. You know, before this data was used to customize, let's say, advertisements for individuals. So let's say, uh, you know, you are a sports brand, and you wanted to present these ads to people that have looked at sports sites or have searched, then you can kind of present your ads to people that are more relevant. But with this data starting to become more and more restricted, it's harder and harder to get your ad in front of the right people and really start to see the returns that you were seeing before. So I think this is going to keep happening. We're going to see more and more restrictions, which I think is ultimately a good thing. We're protecting users' privacy and not having this data so readily, readily accessible to everybody.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great overview. So, you know, let's dive a little deeper here and start with uh, third-party cookies. So cookies have been around since the early days of the internet and uh, often provide a useful function, Uh, but some of their usage and particularly third-party cookies placed on consumers' devices have come under increased scrutiny. And already companies like Apple and Microsoft have taken some big steps to discourage and disable them. Google is next in line to do this, and many say that Google's actions will put the final nail in the coffin, so to speak, for third-party cookies for good. So from uh, from your standpoint, how are, how are companies like Google, Apple, and Microsoft solving for this issue, and what does all of this mean for marketers who are relying on third-party cookies, and what are they going to need to do differently?
2: Yeah, so, you know, looking at what Apple, what Google has started to do, where, you know, if you have an iPhone, you've definitely seen it where you've seen these different apps where it pops up where you say, ask not to track.
0: Yeah.
2: So what we're seeing now is that crackdown of third-party cookies. I think eventually, just out of my own opinion, we're going to see them phased out. But this isn't you know, really the end for advertisers and it's not really an apocalypse where it's like, <laughs> ah, we can't get this data. I think really what we're seeing now is that you have to move to that kind of first-party method of getting this data. So what the first-party is and how it differs than third-party cookies is that in order to access this kind of data where what users are accessing what ads, so going back to our sports analogy, you you can still maybe target is maybe not the best word, but present your ads to people that are interested in sports, but you're just not able to use that third-party cookie where... Let's say if you're an advertiser, anybody can just kind of access these cookies, bring in the yeah. data. You now need to have that relationship with the individual advertisers. So these are the Facebooks, the Googles, the Twitters of the world, where you go to them and say, hey, I would like to access you know, some user data because I want to make better ads and get them in front of people that actually care. Sure. Let's say if you don't care about sports, you've never played soccer in your life, you don't want to see an ad for a soccer ball. Right. it's not really useful. but the benefit here and like how you you know what you need to do differently is getting this relationship with Facebook and Google building out these integrations where you have to follow their privacy laws, how to use the data, make sure that you're securing that data in you know a secure format. So really like the access to this data went from very open source where anybody can kind of access third party cookies to now, much more restricted through the individual companies, but you often have to be validated, make sure, like I said before, like follow those privacy laws. So really these companies need to start either looking for solutions that have access to this first party information or start building them, it themselves. Just the one kind of caution note around that is that it's quite difficult to build these integrations with Facebook and Google, where you know the APIs may be documented, but it is quite lengthy process to get approved. Yeah. So looking for solutions that have already gone through that, I think is going to be paramount when third co- third party cookies are kind of done for good.
0: So let's talk about mobile device tracking as well. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but, you know, similar to third party cookies and how it's being approached, but um, you know, considering how not only prevalent mobile devices are already, but their increase and continuing increase in usage, losing access to this information is, is also, uh, you know, critical for for marketers and, and advertisers. What, what can marketers do to kind of stay one step ahead of this part?
2: Yeah, you know, it's, I think that's a great point. And what we're seeing with, you know, device IDs, I think is very similar to the third party cookies yeah. where like, we're starting to restrict that data. And really, I, I think it's a, very important data point on how people are interacting with your ads you know what this was seeing is you know if you had that soccer ball ad maybe it was working great on a desktop but not so much the mobile so that could lend you to to show you saying okay well maybe we need to optimize for ad like or sorry for mobile device yeah. you know perhaps like the image didn't scale correctly or it's kind of off So the fact that you're losing access to that kind of data is huge, especially with A-B testing and trying to figure out what's performing well and what's not. So in terms of, you know, staying ahead of this as well, similar to that third party is just going back to that first party data. So having those connections with Google, with Apple, making sure that you understand and that you kind of follow the rules that they have in order to protect the customer's data, And having it so you can come in, you can still do your customer journey, your attribution to see how mobile is playing a part of your customer journey. It's just now you got to go through more secure methods. It's not so readily accessible like it was previously, like with third party cookies.
0: So, what does this mean for? attribution and for tracking and analytics. I mean, you know, here you're you're at attribution, which deals with a lot of this stuff. So, you know, how how is this affecting, you know, what you're doing as well as how how marketers think about their tracking and analytics?
2: I think the greatest impact for this is gonna be felt by advertisers that we're using these third-party cookies to analyze and track their ad platforms. However, here at attribution and I know with other attribution tools, we kind of saw the writing on the wall a couple of years back, where you know these kind of cookies were starting to get phased out. Yeah. So we went through great efforts to connect with these different ad platforms and start to build out integrations, make sure that you know our data uh, data warehouses and databases were all secured and kind of met the requirements needed. So for us, with the deprecation of third-party cookies. You know, because we kind of got ahead of this, we haven't seen too much of an impact for us because we've always been a first party uh, data company. So we're able to still pull in this data. We're still able to provide you with that attribution analytics with that customer journey. However, let's say you're an individual advertiser for soccer balls again, and you're relying on this third party data to see, okay. Uh, what device types are people looking at my ads? What are their customer journeys? What are they touching? Suddenly that pipeline's gonna get cut off. Yeah. So even with all these analytics, if you don't have that data flowing in, ultimately you won't be able to understand the impact of your ads and how your different channels are interacting. So it's gonna become more and more paramount to start connecting with applications or attribution or any sort of kind of data warehousing. That connects directly to the advertisers, because we can still pull in that data. We can still give you that customer journey, that you know, first touch, last touch. But without it, you know, ultimately, I think those other methods that rely on third-party cookies will just not be able to be effective anymore.
0: As you mentioned, this is certainly a positive development for consumers and, and for their privacy, and and that's a lot of what what's driving this. But uh, you know, we also know, kind of on the flip side. Consumers also want, and in many cases, demand personalized experiences that are very much tailored to their needs and past behavior, and thus to information that advertisers are able to, to glean about them. So, you know, what do, what can advertisers do to balance these needs, and what can they do to move to more of a first party data model, as, as you were describing, with less reliance on on third party cookies to enable a personalized experience?
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. So. Kind of focusing on that. So, like, like you said, most users want that customized um, experience where it's more tailored to their interests. Like, if you've never hit a soccer ball, you really don't want to see a soccer ball ad. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I even even had it where it's been like I've been in Facebook. And I go, why am I seeing this ad? Right. <laughs> this has right. nothing to do with me. Like, I don't like this. Like, it, it's funny. It's I think it is a very funny dichotomy where we want our privacy to be protected. Which is extremely important but we still want to be given a personalized experience that kind of matches our needs so i think the balance between getting rid of or the deprecation of third-party cookies is a good thing because really anybody could access them it was you know it, it's challenging You're not your data is not secured it can be sold we're moving to that more first party what you're able to do is, you know, you still get that personalized experience, but now you know that the data that you're providing to these ad platforms are secured. They're only giving it to validated partners that where they've looked through said, okay, how are you pulling this data? What are you using it for? Are you securing it correctly? So it's kind of strikes that nice balance where you can start giving soccer players still soccer ads, Right. while having the end users data secured and really being respectful of the data that you're collecting
0: what impact does this have on the actual attribution itself
2: yeah so like I'd say for applications or advertisers that are using uh, third-party cookies like this is devastating yeah. you know you, it's basically like an oil pipeline that's been turned off where that data is gone you know yeah. it's eventually you're not going to be able to run because if you're relying on third-party cookies where they've already started kind of going through restrictions and deprecation I think the writing's on the wall where eventually like you know you won't be able to measure and you won't be able to do attribution if you're relying on these third-party cookies however for or um, solutions such as ourselves that rely on first party what's been great and the fact that we've gone through and we've spent countless hours building out these integrations talking with Facebook talking with LinkedIn is that it really hasn't impacted us at all because we've always been that first party data provider or had that data come in through that method for us like because we wanted to keep that privacy make sure that we're getting accurate data for us it really hasn't change the impact of our measurement or attribution, you know, with the use of cookie blockers and stuff like that, you know, we've seen a bit more where it's been a little bit harder to track, but, you know, ultimately with this deprecation of third party cookies, it really hasn't impacted, you know, our business or our ability to measure and attribute uh, credit to these different ad channels.
0: Well, one last question before we wrap up here uh, for those marketers that might be feeling like they're maybe a step behind what we've been talking about here and, and readiness for third-party cookie deprecation, some of the other things we discussed, what would your advice be as far as a next step for them?
2: Yeah. So I'd say for these advertisers that are feeling like they're a step behind, ultimately I'd actually take a step back and take a look at what your marketing mix is and what your marketing goals are for the next two to three years if you're looking for that growth if you're looking for that better optimization of your ad spend then taking a look at your tech stack working with your team trying to figure out how you're getting that data in right now you know if it is let's say in the case of you know your soccer ball like you sell soccer balls you're like yeah i want to sell twice as much next year well how are we measuring that you know how are we bringing that data in how are we tracking the customer journey then working with the team, determining whether or not you're leveraging you know, third-party cookies, or if you have a solution or yourself, you know, working with these individual ad platforms with a first-party uh, data model. And if you are using the third-party where it's going to get deprecated, at that point, you know, I think it, you can work with your team to start to look for solutions in the marketplace that meet your business goals, that help you understand how your marketing mix is performing, how your budget is being allocated, and that will kind of keep you ahead of the curve. But ultimately, I think it does start at looking at your goals and then seeing if your solution or your tech stack currently supports your
0: goals. That's great. Well, Cameron, thanks so much for joining the show. For those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you and attribution are up to?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I would say the best way is to either go through our website at attributionapp.com. We have a blog post where we push out each week, going through different topics around marketing, attribution, even data security. Or if you're interested in learning more directly from us, feel free to reach out at help at attributionapp.com.
0: Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Cameron Horton, Senior Product Manager at Attribution for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Killstrom in this special episode of the show brought to you by Attribution, an advanced multi-touch attribution company that empowers every marketer with the data to convert more buyers and maximize ROI. You can learn more about Attribution at www.attributionapp.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Killstrom podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkillstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile.